From the internet, it's Popsicles number 88. We're going to see some serious 88. Shit. Oh, nice. It's been a ah, while. It's been two months to the day. Really? Jesus. Well, wow. Well, it's not uh, anything we planned. It's that uh, schedules couldn't... Al- we tried scheduling it like five or six times. Yeah, there was scheduling issues, your microphone. You finally got a new microphone, had, so that's good. I've had a new microphone for about okay. a month, so that's so one there was month still down. A month, the first month delay was because of your microphone. Yeah, and then... And then I, the, that's been hard. Ton- Let's just blame Benson. I blame Benson. Yeah, Benson does that. have a crazy schedule. Well, a crazy schedule, meaning he's the one here that's employed. I'm and employed, I'm too. unemployed again. I'm employed. So much has changed. <laughs> oh yeah, you got a you got a job. So I'm now I'm the I'm the odd man out. I work at a little comic book memorabilia store. And let me tell you, I was telling Brendo this earlier. I if I ever make fun of your guys's weird social skills or anything, just remind me of the store because I've seen in the past two weeks. So the many, entire spectrum? The entire spectrum of social disorder and anxiety. It's a little depressing. But it's, it's just fun. life, man. You just that's that's, that's You have to remember what kind of element that these geek things attract to the core. <laughs> um Hey. So as long as long as you're not out there comic book guy and anybody, I'm I'm happy for you. Yeah, I, I try to be nice and kind because when somebody spends $90 on an Anakin Skywalker doll, you just hope that that truly brings them happiness wherever, <laughs> wherever their travels lead hey, them. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Um, but on the flip side, we deal with a lot of loose figures and we put them together, so I'm pretty hip to the entire Masters of the Universe line now without having hey, to watch any, any shows. You got any loose, like, 1980s we don't like deal those, with wrestling figures no. the big ones like no, those big rubber ones. there's zero wrestling in the entire story thing hey i man, think the, you're missing out that's a lot of that's a money industry right there i think the only thing we had we gave to you oh that undertaker thing yeah it's pretty awesome got it right here um so that's been fun but then i'm sure if you've listened to brady or brendo man you could hear that brendo lost his his temp job yeah, the temp job that I thought was going to be a permanent job ended up being very temporary, and um, I don't know what happened there, but I'm trying not to stress about it. But then it got a little better because you got your full unemployment back. I did get my unemployment back, so that's good, because oh, nice. I was contemplating all kinds of options. Like what? Like faking my own death. Um, to no. do what? I don't, well, I, I mean, I'm gonna, I don't have any money, so, like, I was gonna, like, get evicted from my apartment and, like, trying to figure out what I was gonna do. Live, just live in, with Phil. Uh, living with Phil is not, like, all sunshine and roses. I know like, it's not waking ideal, up at but... five in the morning with loud children and, and. <laughs> would you rather wake sleeping... up at five in the morning to stabbing homeless people? I would rather wake up at five in the morning, not wake up at five in the morning and wake up at like 10 in the morning in the, in the silence of my own car. Oh, well. 
That's up to you. I don't know. Well, so I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, and now at least I put a stay on all that. And um, I did. I had a job interview this week, but I didn't get it. Oh, you already know. So I already know because at least they're nice in that respect. Because sometimes you don't, and you just never hear anything, and that's like the worst. Yeah. So I did, guys. I didn't tell you about my Warner Brothers. I, I at one point I interviewed at Warner Brothers to be a tour guide. Oh yeah. And, uh, that was like an all day thing. It was like from Dude, 9 you would have been an awesome tour guide. Well, the personalities that were there were way more hyped up and kind of, you know, you kind of have to be that, at least in the interview. Cause the people that we talked to that already worked there were normal <laughs> people, but you had to kind of wow them. And during yeah. a group present, it was like a day of high school. Cause in this presentation, we had to make this fucker stole what I was going to say and then, Old ninth grade, uh, winging it, Derek, and the old oral report came back. Oh no! And it and it, it didn't. He they said everything I was going to say, and I'm the one that wrote that those parts of it. So that's horrible. That's that's, that's even, so he stole it from you, like he knew what you were going to say. He read my part. Oh my god! What an asshole! And and then he had the audacity to while I was talking to move me a little bit away from. The presentation board, like it's, it showed me, it showed weakness. I think that's where I should have I asserted yourself there, Derek. That's where I came down. But at least that wasn't the worst one that day because it was a catered affair. There was they gave us lunch. Benson, you would have loved it. They gave us lunch, and during lunch they showed an episode of The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> on the, <laughs> um. But while the lunch was being prepared, one of the VPs of the tour system came and was talking to us, and this lady raised her hand, and he's like, oh, yes, a question. And she was like, uh, yeah, can we eat now? And the, <laughs> the hush that that went over the room, and the, you can hear the hard <laughs> scribbling of a name off of a, off of a piece of paper, and she immediately knew what she did wrong, and she tried to go over to the guy and smooth it over, but... At the end of the day, when they were making their cuts, when I was grouped with her, I was like, oh, I'm out of here. So they told us at the end of the day that we weren't getting it. But I do have some irons in the fire that have, yeah. that have, been, hap- that have been happening, still waiting to hear. And if they happen, I'll probably say, I don't know, it's a secretive thing that if I do get it. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But there's there's some good things on the horizon, hopefully, for this guy. I got nothing. Well, you got a good... It's literally a year from when it happened before, so you got, like, another year, basically. Six months. Well, um, I know, but I got, like, a restart. Yeah, that means the last year of my life. Like, I just was spinning my wheels, and now I'm right back where I was. Well, you weren't... It's not like you weren't trying. Yeah, but it's just really frustrating, and also I just hate the overall thing, because, like, I don't even... Like, this isn't even, like, I don't... this like. Like, I don't know, like, I just, working sucks anyways, so it's like, what do you win? You win this job. <laughs> well, to brighten our spirits once again, <laughs> we uh, asked, so many top hits have come and gone in, in, the, in the time that we've been asking. Yeah, we missed, we missed a lot. We missed... But luckily, um, we've got some good ones here, and uh, I'm going to text Brendo. These lyrics. Hope his phone is next to him. And let's see if, if Benson, uh, 
See if I know Benson it. can get it. Alright. Sounds like it arrived and just go. Just just do it. Just go. Okay. Just go. I gotta just go. <laughs> I gotta pull it up here. Jeez. <laughs> I don't want another uh book o- corner. To... Go ahead. Hey. <laughs> told me to go. You used to call me on my you used to you used to yeah that's not even words. You used to call me on my cell phone late night when you need my love. Call me on my cell phone late night when you need my love. And I know when that hotline bling, that can only mean one thing. I know when that hotline bling, that can only mean one thing. Ever since I left the city, you got a reputation for yourself now. Everybody knows and I feel left out. Girl, you got me down. You got me stressed out. Do you know that, Brenda? No. Wow. Weirdly. But the... the I do know oh. this one. What is it? I don't Let's commute anymore, so that's the time when I listen to the radio. I know this Let's one because I, I watched the video. This is Hotline Bling by Drake. Whoa, this yeah. guy's getting better and better in yeah. 2015. I can't believe it. I actually did know one. <laughs> I'm pretty shocked that you knew that as well. Why did you watch the video? Because everyone was making fun of his dancing, and I wanted to see it. But I, I, I I'll... Oh, is that from the SNL sketch where they made fun of it? I don't know. Yeah. I stopped watching SNL this season. Oh, let's good. let let's hear let's hear that reason. Uh, I just uh, I realized it's it's like uh, an hour and a half of my life that I don't need to spend every week. It just wasn't doing it for me anymore. It's it, been really you, good lately. The last but, two episodes are great. That's what. I but hear. you go, you drive like a hundred miles to go see a fake basketball team play basketball. So yeah, Benson told me about this, and I was very shocked that Benson goes to this. <laughs> L.A. County Municipal Women's Basketball Game every week? Yeah, that's correct. Because I'm, like, asking him, like, oh, did you go to this? Did you go to Harmontown? He's like, no, I'm just going to go to these basketball games. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. He's what? Because he went, like, I guess Aubrey Plaza plays on the team or something? She does. That is correct. But she doesn't actually attend the games? No, she she's, she played, like, the last four games. Okay. <clears throat> is she good? Yeah, she's great. And then who does commentary? Someone you listen to podcast is, people? Uh, Matt Gorley and Mark McConville provide commentary on the games from Super Ego. I'm big fans of both of them. That's how I... And it's called Pistol Shrimps? The team is called the Pistol Shrimps. The, the podcast is called Pistol Shrimps Radio. What? And I was... I, I, I had, There was a secret meeting between me and Benson over the break because we both went to the same event. Yeah. The Edgar Wright Fistful of Fingers. Yeah. And uh Lindy and uh Benson went to that and I was trying to wrap my head around is this a real team? Is it fake? Is it It's a real funny? thing. It's a totally is, real is thing. It's a funny team, commentary. Yeah. I I don't get the point. The commentary is the very funny. You listen to the podcast, it's very funny, but the games themselves are just real basketball games. Do you care about the NBA? No. Not, <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> but do you care about the game of basketball? Uh, I, I care about when, when the pistol shrimps are playing. I care about the game of basketball. And is the commentary like, "Oh, alley oop!" Like he was making fun of like that from downtown, like that kind of thing? Uh, not really. I mean, part of the the joy of the commentary is that Matt Gorley knows absolutely nothing about basketball, and sort of struggles to to. to these to, got these guys, Brenda. They take the jokes too far. With the, I don't, I don't know. Oh, we I don't know. It sounds cool. I just the most recent game I just, that we saw. Uh, what's her name from Parenthood? Sarah Ramos was there in the crowd. 
Sounds like something she would go to. She's pretty. She was sitting right in front of us. Pretty what? She's pretty like uh, like indie comedy person, hipster, free spirit. I don't not hipster because I think she was. I don't think it's a hipster thing. She was with someone who I think knew one of the players. All right, I'm still. I still, I don't get it, but. Sarah what? Ramos does these, uh, she does these, uh, periscopes where she just, like, talks to people and asks them what's going on with their life, and, like, I got to talk to her. It's pretty cool. Nice. Jimmy Whatever Simpson keeps Benson off the game. streets. What's that? Whatever keeps you off the streets, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just was very surprised because, for instance, um, what did he Kevin miss? Smith and. Matt Myra started a podcast called Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs. And I asked him talking about, about Frasier. I asked him about that, and I'm like, hey, you must listen to that. And what was your answer? My answer is, which you think is foolish, but I'll, this is still my answer. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I got that vibe. Uh, okay. Because the podcast, <clears throat> uh, technically, it's, it's they're doing commentary on the episodes. I feel that I cannot get the full experience unless I'm watching the episodes as I listen to the podcast. And I don't have time for that at the moment, but the next time I watch Frasier again, which will happen at some point, I think that's when I'm going to go and listen to the podcast. And then they did a live one at the Ice House in Pasadena, which is like right, it's like definitely close. They also, they're doing one in Brea. <laughs> like, but you're probably not going to go to that one either, which is just, I don't know. You're going to these basketball games. He's always keeping us guessing, this guy. Yeah. As soon as we think. Are the basketball games free? They are free. That's probably. I mean, that's a good. At least that's good. I mean, from you, your house, for, what is the to, the mileage from your house to the to the basketball game? Well, it depends. There's the there's they play at one of two places. They either play at Pan Pacific Park, or they play at North Weddington uh, Gym. North Weddington's a little farther. Uh, let me let me. I'll look it up right now. I'll see what the exact mileage is. All right, but it's and like I, said, I went to a wrestling show. Yeah, that was a lot of. That fun. was fun. The luchadors flew right into our section we were sitting in and got water sprayed on us. And a luchador yelled at me to move out of the way. Yeah. Is this you'll be able like... to see us. So that's what's going to be really exciting. I can't wait. I hope our listeners make, like, because we're going to be, like, on TV. And, like, I hope people make, like, animated GIFs of us and stuff. <laughs> I think well, it'd be funny. Where is this going to air? Um, Lucha Underground, it's on, um, what's the name of it? Oh, the L. Ray yeah. Network. Okay, so I have it's the, um, I have the miles. Just make your own gifts. Go ahead, Benson. Uh, so Pan Pacific Park is 31 miles from my home. And, All uh, right, North 60 mile round trip. Uh, North Weddington is 33 miles. Okay. So, but of Lucha Underground, I'm in the first eight episodes, but Benson and I are in episodes <laughs> seven and eight. Yeah. And... I move around a lot, so you can play Find the Brendo. Yeah. <laughs> but on the seventh and eighth episode, Benson and I are sitting in like the floor seats, like in the, in like, on like a riser, and you can totally see us. So I've seen you guys at wrestling shows, and you said one yelled at you, and you like to yell. Is it like, is this like the, the stepping stone to like an S&M kind of thing, where it's like, <laughs> you like, you like getting domed or something? It's just, no, it's just part of being part of a live event and cheering and, and getting into it. And especially in the Lucha Libre, it's encouraged. It's required. It's very much crowd participation is part of 
the show. You Would know? you say it's the only place you like to get yelled at? Because I know you don't like to get yelled at. I, I, I don't mind getting yelled at by wrestlers. It's fun. Okay. Well, it's fun. Things about all you guys. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Like, I mean, where else can Benson yell at, like, a 250-pound all-muscle <laughs> dude that could rip his head off and not worry about getting beat up? Like, it's, it's fun. Oh, is it an empowerment thing, too? I don't know. It's just a fun thing. You you don't have to be afraid to delve into the psyche of it. <laughs> I want I want to understand, like what you get out of it, because we're it's like we're you're all strong tough guys. It's entertainment. I mean, I don't think I'm a strong tough guy. It's just entertaining to yell at a guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's another chapter in my ever my never ending quest to understand my co-hosts. <laughs> I accept you. I don't have to understand it to accept you. So I went to a bunch of those, and then, unfortunately, my unemployment ruined my chances of going to the next set of tapings because they sent out the email that you were supposed to reply to at, like, 7 in the morning, and I didn't wake up till noon. Are, so any, I missed... are, are any wrestling fans going to reply to that email? Um, apparently they did, because by the time I replied, <laughs> it was over. They were They were gone. So I missed out on my streak. It was fun. I was becoming a regular. People were holding my place in line, and I didn't really know them. They just knew that I was, I don't know, it was cool. It was you cool being like, part of that scene. You do love a community. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a question. I forgot what it was. Anyway. But we've done a lot of stuff. I mean, we went to, we had oh, 1995 um, fests. Before we get into that, have you guys done a Matt and Brenda's wrestling show recently? No. no. Like, it's probably no. been like eight like a year or it's, something. It was like right before we went to WrestleMania. Was yeah. the last one. When was that? In April or March? Yeah. So it hasn't been that long. Still pretty long. Yeah. I mean, so much has happened in the wrestling world. It's a totally different <laughs> like atmosphere now. We'd have to we'd spend like the whole show just catching up on everything that's happened since then. Yeah. I don't know. We need to do it. There's been lots of demand. Well, there's yeah, there one actually. person. <laughs> well, that's what I like about Brenda. No, there was somebody. So in addition to Brian Epidaka being very vocal about it, I've also gotten a couple ma- messages through the website okay. from other people. And when people see me, they ask about it. Yeah. But it's just everybody's. We have Benson's doing like six podcasts, and he has a job. How many days a week do you work at that place? Uh, five days a week. He's full time, man. Yeah. He's doing it. Eight hours. Uh, yeah. Uh, occasionally, uh, more. Sometimes above uh, minimum. Uh, uh, slightly above minimum. Oh, okay. Benson worked like a t- eleven-hour shift the other day. Wow. Yeah, I don't get those it's options. Like but once in a while, they'll they'll throw one of those at me. It's like he was in Iwo Jima planting that flag. <laughs> build a statue of them. <laughs> the eleven hours. Are you ever worried that you'll just get tired of dogs? Because uh, I know you're a dog lover. I mean, I haven't yet. Like, it's been almost two years there, and I haven't yet. Like after going to work, I would just be worried that I'd go home and like see my own dog and be like, "Screw you guys!" <laughs> like I don't know. I did. I mean, I thought of that when I first started, um, but uh, but no. I mean, it's been there a while, and I still still love dogs. That's good. And then I guess you spend, and then as, as I talk to you 
um, the last time we hung out, um, you've been spending all your free time outside of that and going to basketball games. You've been spending playing Fallout 4. Yes. Is that correct? A lot of Fallout 4. Amazing. Amazing game. I need... I've been playing the new WWE game, but it gets tiring after a little bit. I need, like, a really involving game, but I don't want to buy a new game. You can, bu- uh, can play a game called Arkham Asylum. It's pretty involving. I guess I'd have to hook up my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Would you sell your Xbox? Well, I for a while I was thinking about it because I needed to because I need needed money, but now I don't think I'm going to have to. So, we'll play the And it's not game. worth that much anyway, so the amount of money I would get, I feel like isn't worth the amount that I would enjoy it by still having it because yeah. I do occasionally play it cuz like I could those that generation of consoles, you're lucky if you'll get 100 bucks. Like I I'd, I'd be lucky if I get 100 bucks for the 360 and 100 bucks for my PS3, and to me, that's just, that's not a significant amount of money. Like, that's why people keep saying, oh, sell your Mondo posters. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> those, I could maybe get, like, 60 bucks, maybe 100 bucks for a couple of them, um, and to me, that's just not worth, like, it's not enough money. That's not going to sustain I've... very long. Yeah, like, I would, I would, I feel like I would regret that within a few months. Like, okay, I spent that money, and now my poster's gone, yeah. and... Um, like the only one I have that's really worth money is the battle royal one, and I really don't. I I, I really like it. Like it's the only one I have that's <laughs> worth like more than a hundred dollars. Uh, we got some mail. You want to go into some mail? Yeah. Did you get that Gremlins poster? Well, I guess you didn't because you're not buying stuff. Yeah, it's not. It's not very good. But I got a good look it's... at it. It's better than the other Gremlins poster. I mean, the one you, the Gremlins 2 poster is like the best one. Yeah, like, that Mondo has ever made. But I like, like the ever. one that they're all, it's like they're all in the movie theater and I really like that scene in the movie and it looked pretty cool. But, um, so mail, we got some mail. My, Brian Apodaca writes, hello there folks, this is Brian Apodaca once again dropping you a line with a question from the overnight hotel shift because he works in a hotel. Brian Abadaka even reached out to me trying, he's like, if you want a job, he was, he was willing to get me. This guy's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's also a new dad. So congratulations. Oh, I didn't know that. Congratulations. Yeah, he's juggling a lot now. He's got that night shift. He's got the baby. Uh, I've been reading some of Derek's movie reviews he posted online and I was wondering if you guys had considered giving him a Derek's movie minute. Have you considered that? You guys? I thought that's basically what popsicles. <laughs> I mean, I thought we do that. I know it's funny that like I it would but have to go. You don't ever have like a minute thing. Like maybe we should do it to you, so you know how it feels. <laughs> the whole show is the Derek 100 minute. Yeah. I'm the yeah, moderator. But... I'm the moderator here. I can't give the keys over to the to the lunatics of the asylum. It just started raining really hard outside. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that update. That's been the weather with. Brendan Sorry, I just heard noises and I thought there was something going on, so but then I realized it was um, water. At some point in the podcast, to review or discuss or eviscerate a recent movie of his choice, we kind of do that already. <laughs> if if it calls for it. Also, I miss Brendo's pop culture minute or whatever it was called from earlier. We haven't stopped it; we just stopped doing the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> plus, maybe. Oh, wait, Benson? it's not raining. My heater's making noises. I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe Benson's food. Okay, just keep it inside. Uh, okay. Maybe Benson's food talk. Who knows? I'd be up for that. How many times could you review a Wendy's uh, sandwich, though? It's not like the guy's 
got a big oeuvre of... Uh, yeah, but Benson does tend to seek out, like, new... Whenever there's new items, he's one of those guys. Here's the second uh, email. Hey, Brian Apodaca, again, just wanted to follow up on that last message I sent you regarding Benson and the Food Minute suggestion. Not a joke or insult of Benson by any means. (laughs) I enjoy hearing Tim. I love that he was worried that you would take that the wrong way. (laughs) I enjoy hearing tales of his ongoing war with Carl's Jr. and his remembrances of Arby's, Jamocha shakes, and such. That should truly be a segment of the show. So real quick. Yeah. The Carl's Jr. by where I live brought back French toast sticks. What the so fuck? I don't know if you were... <laughs> are you is that are you telling the truth right now, Rendo? I'm dead serious. This is breaking news. Had did you've confirmed this? You've seen this with your own eyes. I saw an advertise I saw a poster. You didn't get them? I don't like French toast. You say it like it was such an unreasonable thing. Oh, you know, I didn't know about that. You don't like French toast? No, I don't know. My mom didn't make it right when I was a kid, and it tainted French toast forever. My friend doesn't like mashed potatoes because his mom would just beat up white uh, Wonder Everybody's Bread with gravy. Everybody's story about why they don't well, like a certain a food usually well, goes back to something she like would, that. She would crumble white bread with gravy and call it mashed potatoes. I'm like, well, you never had mashed potatoes, what? so it's not like you don't like mashed potatoes. Phil doesn't like any peanut butter because his mom put his peanut butter sandwiches in those baggies that don't have a seal and then his orange juice would get in him so he had like this like so then he but then because of that he hates all peanut butter and it's so weird yeah. are you willing to try oh the next time we go to the griddle that's the best french toast that's been ever been made you should try it i don't know i've i've did janelle made this like french toast when we were camping but it was just like she uses these Hawaiian rolls, and it was just, like, oh, so what? sugary. Yeah, every, everybody's making French toast wrong, according to what you're telling me. This. But, no, it was really good. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was this really delicious, but, like, I know that's not normal French toast, so I don't know. Like, French a- toast, like, just dipping bread and eggs it sounds gross to me. We're getting away from the real important thing here, which is that you are near a <laughs> Carl's Jr., which has brought back French toast sticks. That is I gotta go to investigate further. I really need more information. I want to know if it's possible that they're going to come back to the ones here. I need I need more information on this, Brenda. I went on a little expedition the other day because I was trying to get because Adam Wells a while ago talked about the Surge Icy, which is at Burger King. Now you and say that nobody talked about it, but I saw Burger it. King didn't talk about it. I feel like if Bur- if if I ran Burger King and I had the Surge Icy, <laughs> I would be shouting that from the rooftops. Attracting, because I know I'm not the only one that was like, "Holy shit, Surge Icy! I have to have that right now." Yeah. Uh huh. But so then I happened. went there, and their fucking machine was broken. And then I went back yesterday, and it was still broken. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And there's no other Burger Kings. The next Burger King, I'd have to drive like 45 minutes. Wow. I feel like did Burger King have like a big downturn at some point? In well, the you do. Food? You do live very far away. But we have like five McDonald's in like a. 10 mile radius. Alright. Yeah. I guess they know their audience. I don't know. I just, Burger King, I feel like, cause for a while Burger King was like pretty competitive and I feel like at some point they gave up. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like there's definitely, there were definitely more Burger Kings in, in Cyprus when I was a kid than there are now. Well, plus like they were like having all kinds of big commercials. They had the big, well, I guess cause things, a lot of their stuff failed. Like remember the Big King and they were trying to compete with the Big Mac? Yeah. And 
their multiple attempts at like having better fries. Yeah. The Mr. Potato Head campaign. Yeah, I remember that. New Year's Day, free fries. I remember that. I worked at Burger King on that day. <laughs> that was a bad day. We should be building a statue of you trying to hold up potatoes. Let me tell you. <laughs> the worst was old people. It seemed like it seemed like some they have some news network that they all knew that there were those free fries. Because I feel like kids in high school, they didn't know about it as much. But, like, there were so many. It was all the old people, and they wanted their free fries and their senior coffee. They probably and found they senior, co- senior coffee free? It's like 35 cents. That's why if you go to a McDonald's in the morning, there's tons of old people. Oh, yeah. It's all old people. Like, it's all old people. And they're just – most of them are nice, but you get, like, a kaji old person that has to wait too long for their shit, man. They're the worst. They're the absolute – because they're not putting up with any of your shit. What do you think you're going to be like as an old man? I you think you're going to mellow or are you going to get more intense? Benson dropped out. But um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I've always thought about what I'd be like when I'm old. I feel like I'd... I think you'll be I the same, know. but just slower. Just a little more calm down. <laughs> um, well, hang in there. They'll fix the, the, the Surge icy machine. I hope so, because I, I really want to try it before it... Because, like, there's no... You wouldn't even know it coming up to the Burger King. Like, there's no sign or anything. I just expected some signage. Well, I something. went to the Burger King for the Black Whopper, and they had signs all over the place. I'm like, give me a Black Whopper. And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I remember you My, Our Burger King ran out of Black Whoppers, like, immediately. I, yeah, I never and then got the sign one. said, digitally, so that means corporate... Had had to like enter it into the to the digital sign. Come back in April. I don't want to eat what? a black whopper in April. No, it only works, and I can only tell my brain that like it's Halloween. You're gonna eat a black whopper. Like otherwise, it's just gross. But like, remember I, that Darth Vader whopper that they had like overseas. Speaking of, I went to Disneyland for Seasons of the Force. Andrew Star there Wars. Today. Oh yeah, Andrew is there. They've right got there. black hamburger buns. They copied Burger King. That well, I mean. That could be debated, but they have a black first order uh, jalapeno burger. Did you eat it? Was it good? No, but I watched someone else eat it. What'd you have? I had the cheese three PO burger. (laughs) (laughs) Is it just all stuff that they had before? They just changed all the names. Well, you can pay an extra ten dollars and have it served to you in a carbonite bucket. Oh shit! They had uh, light side and dark side lemonades. They were eight dollars. They what had. Was the difference? They had. Well, the the light side was like a sour apple boba lemonade with like yogurt oh, dude, balls that in it. Awesome. It was not, but I got the dark side <laughs> lemonade, and it was kind of your standard raspberry lemonade. Absolutely. Not like the boba stuff because I like that stuff. It was like getting finished in your mouth every time you had a um, they had a BB-8 little, uh, soda thing where you can drink out of BB-8, but the amount of soda you get in there is, is criminal. You yeah, that's f- why even as a kid, I never wanted those souvenir, those little cups, cause they always, it's like less soda. So it's like, a, cause like I remember at like the, at the, at the zoo, you could get them shaped like a gorilla head or like something, and I never wanted those cause you, 
it was like six ounces of soda, and I was like, I don't want that. They even had Rebels stuff. They had like a chopper salad, which is the robot in Rebels. And wow. uh, they changed Space Mountain to Hyperspace Mountain. It's the biggest yeah. change I've ever seen. There's TIE fighters flying in your face. There's laser. Pretty cool. There's laser blast. It was awesome. Admiral Akbar. It's like you're in an X-Wing, and you and it's like a dogfight. Yeah, Phil went, mountain. but he didn't get to go on that because it was too crowded. But he did get to go to the – they have the launch bay. And then I guess where Captain EO is, they have like a Star Wars supercut. Yeah, the supercut's really good. They made him like cry and get all super pumped up. <laughs> even Dude, the girl, even we're the watching girls, Star Wars this week, you guys. I know. Even the Holy girls. Shit. Oh, hold on. Even the girls I went with who have never heard or seen of a Star Wars anything, they kind of, the needle moved a little bit. We're less than a week away. And I got my picture taken with Chewbacca's. Nice. Which was a very aggressive... Multiple Chewbacca's? Well, I just like saying Chewbacca's. He was very aggressive. He grabbed me and hugged me. Well, Chewbacca he, would be pretty aggressive. He's very strong. And there was, there was a growling guy in the mask. <laughs> I guess it was an eight-foot man because he was tall. <laughs> it was fun. And the, they added Force Awakens stuff to the to Star Tours. I John guess they're Boy- going to be adding John Rebels. Boyega's in Star Tours now. Oh, that's cool. I guess they're going to add Rebels, like one of the characters from Rebels, to that Jedi Academy thing. Yeah. Because we've been waiting. Um, Luke's been wanting to do it like his whole life, and they never like, pick him because they don't think that he's five. Like, if you just look at Luke, he's very small. It's his Phil's son. And so they he actually... He certainly what? is there enough to be picked. Well, they're going to bring him next the next time when it's open, they're going to make a sign and it's going to say my name is Luke and I am 5 cuz he's Luke, you know, like come on. That would make me think that there's something wrong with him, which means they would ex- <laughs> they would they would extra pick him. So there well, you go. Cuz Audrey got picked right away and like when she wanted to do it cuz she's cute and loud and so she's done it like a bunch she's done it like at least twice, I think. Um, they don't have that crunchy toffee in the candy store anymore. Oh yeah, that's been gone for a little while. Really? Yeah. Why? Nobody knows. We've been, we were trying to figure, cause that, we used to get that stuff. The best was the toffee pretzels. Those are gone. And then just like this, it's the toffee. You know, it was just wall to wall peanut brittle. Wall to wall. Maybe cause of holidays. Who knows? Um, and I tried to find some when it was super busy, like towards the end of the night, and I was getting irate. If and you go to the the chocolate store in downtown Disney, has more stuff sometimes. That's good to know. But this lady with a with a, I hate strollers. They should not allow strollers. Oh, they're the worst. Strollers at Disneyland <laughs> is just evil. But this lady with a stroller, I'm like, excuse me, so I can get past the little crevice she was guarding, and she's like, I'm not moving. <laughs> and then this guy was leaning on one of the penny arcade machines. I wanted to watch the monkey one. I had to watch <laughs> the one about the brothers stealing the pie. <clears throat> it was a little disappointing. I don't know how they... Do they want this madhouse at the end of the night? Like, is there a way to Because that's this? That's how they make their freaking money, man. They close the rides, 
Like the rides stop at midnight and then they let people stay for another hour just to spend money. And that's their prime time, man. But even leaving was like there's a 10 minute line to leave and this guy was like, yeah, Disneyland will even make you wait in line to go home. Cause like, well, that's because they can't let, they can't, cause I mean, in theory, okay, I can, I've, again, cause I, everybody I was moving. I'll, so I'll here's why everybody was moving to the right. You know? Because if they let everybody out of that left floodgate all at once, um, which they could do, it would flood the parking lot tram and cause even more problems. So around the time I was working there, they stopped doing that, and they've heard you all the way over, so it kind of gives more of a buffer just trying to control. Because if they just let it, they could just open the floodgates and let everybody all at at once, but then the tram line would be so overrun that it would cause more problems. So it has to be kind of regulated. And so they that's even why let you, like when parades are going on, they even let you through the backstage area now to leave traffic. Yeah, well, that's just for safety because before they started doing that, it was, it got to the point where I remember this, the, the December that I, the last December I worked there before we started doing that was, um, it caused such a congestion on the parade route when the parade was over, but people were, so people would be coming in the park and then people would be trying to leave that it would cause such a gridlock that people were calling 911 on their cell phones. <laughs> For what? Just cause they were scared that they were going to get trampled to death. I don't know. They were in such a panic because it would seriously be like, it was like 10,000 people on main street not being able to move. And so that's why they started doing that backstage exit thing. It's a lot different. That's why my dad was, wanted us to leave at 2 p.m. We had to have five meetings um, to determine how we were going to do that when we first did it. And those were boring meetings. <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's my Disneyland report. Oh, and I went on the Tower of Terror ride for the first time in eight years. That's my pet peeve about Disneyland guests is, like, they get super pissed off at, like, any time they have to wait for anything or, like, exiting the park or waiting in line and they don't realize that everything that's happening has been carefully crafted for the safety of the people. Like, why I, you have to go all the way to the end when there's all those open turnstiles? Because, again, like, they, there's, you gotta corral people a certain way. Like, cause otherwise it's chaos. And I've seen it, man. Seen it. <laughs> I could, uh, not, uh, mask my fear when I went on that ride. Why do you, you don't like drop rides? I don't, but it wasn't as bad as I remember it. I love Tower of Terror. Oh man, so fun. This is weird, man. And Benson, you, Benson gets off because he, he plays the sickness thing and he doesn't have to do any of that. <laughs> when was the last I time almost, you were peer pressured into doing something, Benson? What's that? When was the last time you were peer pressured into doing something? I don't know. I don't have an answer. Well, I, don't, I don't, uh, are you, you you're oblivious to peer pressure? Yeah, he doesn't it doesn't affect him. Yeah, I just do what I want. <laughs> Brent Brendo could be swayed. I think I'm in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh so I got a game for us. Okay. It's lovingly stolen from two different <laughs> internet entertainment places. Vulture.com made a bracket of the best high school TV shows of the 19... over the last 30 years, we'll say. 
I already or, made my decision on this last week because well, I was contemplating the same thing. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's how it's going to go down. You and I have to agree. And Ooh. if we don't, Benson is the tiebreaker. But how can you agree when you haven't seen... You've only watched, like, one episode of 90210. Well, that's what we're going to say. And that's the answer. The <laughs> 90210 wins. Like, Well, we'll see. All right. All right. Fine. Are you ready? Are you I've ready been to watching be... a lot of 90210 lately. Are you so... ready to be the tiebreaker, Benson? Yes. Do we both agree to adhere to Benson's tiebreak? Although I guess the winner, are we talking, what, are, what is, what is this, what are this, what are the, I need to know the, what are we voting on? Like the best, and this is high school shows of the 90s or of, of ever? Of the last 30 years. And what constitutes a high school show? Is Freaks and Geeks a high school show? Cause then that wins. Well, but we'll I feel see. like, are we talking about teen melodramas here? Like they're all, they're about? all, they're all thrown in there. It's a mix. What are we, what is the criteria? Well, we'll get into it. I didn't choose them, so I can't tell you. I don't know if I like this now. Well, it's you have to make me kill my darlings, Derek. Well, that's the that's good radio. So let's do this. (laughs) Are you ready? Yeah, I I want to hear you agree that we'll adhere to Benson's tiebreak. Okay, Benson is the decider. Okay, thank you. All right, it's and I'll tell you right now, Brendo. This never. There's no warm up. It gets pretty. It gets pretty gritty right away. Right away is it like Dino Two and O Dawson's Creek? Go even worse. Well, that's one of the first ones here. Buffy the Vampire versus Dawson's Creek. Hmm. Oh my god. Now I feel I've seen about two seasons of Dawson. I've watched all of these multiple times. I I can I can give a fig. So my vote would be towards Buffy. Answer is Buffy. I'm going to say Buffy. Like, oh. in the overall spectrum. Because Buffy right. was like Dawson's Creek plus. But Dawson's <laughs> Creek had some memorable characters. Because it had so monsters Buffy. and stuff. Exactly. And All it was right. really... And he had the Joss Whedon. But Joss Whedon... I mean, in, in their primes, I feel like... <clears throat> I feel like Kevin Williamson was almost as good as Joss Whedon when it came to that fast dialogue. I don't know about but, that. I think in his prime, in his very prime, like Dawson season one, in that season two, pilot, Dawson says that Psycho is a Universal movie. But wouldn't a film geek know that it was a Paramount movie that they sold to Universal? <laughs> maybe not. Maybe a film geek in college, but a high school sophomore film geek might not know that yet. And he said there was no nudity in Spielberg films. Schindler's List. It's not sexy, but it's there. And I'm not talking. I'm not talking. Holocaust nudity. I'm talking about sex scenes. There are yeah. sex scenes in Schindler's List. Yeah. Well, maybe he hadn't watched that yet because he was very fragile. He had the poster on his wall. I don't know. Maybe he obviously had. Maybe. No, but people don't. I don't remember every detail of Schindler's List because it's a very intense movie. Yeah, but. Right. I don't know why I'm. Def- I don't know. No, um, that sounds like a, Dawson is very full of himself and his knowledge. So I think that. No, you're right. Like, he's. He's not all that, and you, he, again, like, I, I, I'm not a huge, I'm not the biggest Dawson fan. Like at first I was, but after rewatching, and I guess where I like as I grew up, because like when I first watched that show, I was all about Dawson. But then upon further rewatches and like growing up, I learned that like he's got some major flaws. <laughs> so who's your top character? Oh man. They are all kind of, I feel like Pacey is, as far as guys, like definitely Pacey. I would fast forward through all of his storylines. 
Pacey's storylines. Yeah. They're way more entertaining than Dawson's storylines. I don't know. Um, but overall, a... I mean, I'm definitely, like, I love Joey Potter, but also, like, because I think her character arc, pretty good. But she also does, they all do stupid things. But that's what, but I don't know. I read but this oh, Buffy, thing about, definitely overall. I read Buffy. this thing about how Michelle fell, Williams fell in love with Heath Ledger. She injured herself on the set of Brokeback Mountain, and he brushed her hair back and took her to the ER. I'm like, imagine if that was the Brendo man. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me help you. Let me get some ass. I was very <laughs> intimidated by her, like when we were in school Why? together, because she was very. She's very quiet, but she's very, like, she's just no-nonsense, like, no bullshit. And you were bullshitty? I was Brendo, like, I don't know. Like, like the first time, I mean, I've told this story before. The first time she talked to me was because I asked her friend to homecoming, and she was very surprised. (laughs) Because she sat in front of me in history class. But then after that, like, I used to hide in the library. I was still hiding in the library a lot, because that was, like, my go-to thing to do in junior high school but i and and um and she hid in the library a lot because the girls at her school were not very nice to her and Did so you that's talk how to her in the library yeah yeah we ended up talking quite a bit and we we hung out a couple times what i we had mutual to friends see, to see the footage <laughs> she's super nice like but then she she got species and then from there her career kind of took off and so she was gone a lot, and then sophomore year she was done. She did homeschooling after that. So she was only there my freshman year. You ever you ever see Crumb when he's drawing the old high school girls? I mean, like, he was he was he was very kind to me. Very disturbing. <laughs> anyway, what do you think of this one, Benson? What would uh, your vote go towards? It definitely would have gone towards Buffy. Okay, yeah. unanimous. Yeah. Okay, the next one, Daria. Versus Joan of Arcadia. Oh, man. I only watched, like, I watched Joan of Arcadia sporadically, but I really I, liked it. I liked but, it. I've never seen Daria. I'm going to go with Daria. Daria is amazing. I love Daria. No, I watched Joan of Arcadia. I like Joan of Arcadia. I so really, I, to... okay, the thing that, that, that's like what was going to, it was supposed to be a season finale and they, and they, so they, this, what ended up being the series finale, series finale was like a total cliffhanger. Like, they introduced, like, that guy that was, like, maybe the devil, and it played Song for the <laughs> Devil at the end. And, like, you're like, oh, my God, Joan's going to have this crazy nemesis guy. And um, and then that was the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I loved it. So we're going to have to defer to Ben. I'm going to go with Daria on this, because Daria, for me, just... Okay, this is go ahead. tricky for me. as I have... Did you watch Joan of Arcadia at all? Nope. I have not seen either show. Uh, I've heard, but we have to defer to you. <laughs> yep, That's uh, I've the heard rule. good things about both. Um, but uh, looks like Joan of Arcadia has got Jason Ritter in it. I'm a big fan of his. I'm going to go to Joan of Arcadia on this one. That's a fucking educated, <laughs> goddamn guess. I like that. Yep. By the way, every version of the podcast that did the same thing Joan of Arcadia didn't even beat the first round so I'm very proud is of it. Is Amber Tamblin <laughs> dating like somebody in the comedy world cuz I feel like she's people like heard some she's married she to David Cross. She's married yeah to David Cross. How did that happen? That's it happened, happened like years ago. That's that is old. I know, but that's just isn't there like a huge age difference and 
Are you shaming them? No, it's just <laughs> I don't understand how that happened. Like, that's cool. That's really because like she seems great and he seems great, but I just I don't know how something like how does that happen? Like know. if you're, I guess like when you're, when because like I don't know, do you th- like did David Cross at some point be like, all right, I'm David Cross now. Amber Tamblyn looks pretty good. It was like in Ghost World when he went after <laughs> all the, all the Terry's Wygoff movies today. When he went after Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett I Johansson. love that scene when he's just like, and how are you, Melora? He like starts just sidling up to her and it's just so creepy as hell. <laughs> Maybe Amber Tamblyn's just a big fan of the Tofuti sketch from uh, yeah. Mr. Show. That's where they, because they were talking about Amber Tamblyn, because um, that's how I, because Bob and David were on WTF and Bob was making jokes that he got to make out with Amber Tamblyn in something. When I saw the live read of Hateful Eight, like two years ago now, Amber Tamblyn was uh, the Jennifer Jason Lee, so I feel bad for her. Was she gonna be in it? I don't know. They were saying Jennifer Lawrence, and she's probably too expensive. And then they just mm. went with Jennifer Jason Lee. I hate. I hate if she was, was never in contention. Amber Tamblyn's dad was one of the co-creators of Twin Peaks. He was in Django, and Whoa. she was in Django first. She was in the window for two seconds. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Friday Night Lights. Ooh. And Glee. That's easy. Friday Night Lights. All yeah, the Friday Night Lights. The early seasons, of, like the first season of Glee was really good, and then oh, for me it went Glee. downhill. Well, the one good thing I saw from Glee was when Gwyneth Paltrow was on. Oh, she was great. She was really and, good. And they sang Umbrella was singing in the ring. I, I almost cried. They sang, <laughs> they said their Umbrella was great, and then her, she did by herself, she did, um, shit, the, the fuck you song, but she did the radio yeah, version. Yeah. But it was still really good. Like, I, that kind of turned me around on Gwyneth Paltrow, like, not gonna lie. Well, what was um, wrong she's still with her? Pretty, I don't know, just the, like, her, her, her goddamn website. Yeah, but you don't <laughs> have Did to... you see what I tweeted of, uh, it was somebody was getting, I think Amy Poehler was getting a star, and Gwyneth Paltrow and Fred Savage was there, and he was get looking oh, yeah. at Gwyneth Paltrow, like, giving her a puss, and, and I gave the, him Kevin Arnold dialogue. You did the Kevin Arnold dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> No, she seems. She, I like her and a lot of stuff. I just, I don't. She's very in, in in her real life. She can be very annoying. I don't think it's annoying at all. Um, it's her life. Trying to say like just the things that she says are and like she has a hold over people, and I feel like it's borderline Jenny McCarthy because she's like giving people all this wrong information about what. Just, well, she was trying to say that when you have the flu, you should go into a sauna, which is like the opposite of what you should do because that will dehydrate you. Um, also, you shouldn't go in. And also, some of the things she does, it's like if you're filthy rich like me, you can do this stuff. But because you're not, none of this advice is practical and it's just kind of annoying. She also did this whole thing where she's like, I can live off of what food stamp people get for a week and she failed in like four days but then all these other people are like but then people don't actually read what she did so they're like these dumb moms out there are like look Gwyneth Paltrow lived off of $25 a week and it's like no she fucking didn't I don't know that's on the moms though and not Gwyneth Paltrow but just her putting all this information out there like she's some kind of expert about shit when she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about that's very frustrating to me because it spreads all this misinformation. People die because of this dumb shit. So that's the just death my... toll. The death toll's rising. Anyway, yeah, just... 
my this, two cents. But I like um, Friday Night Lights is awesome. So. <laughs> um, okay, this one we're going to tussle a little bit. This one's the OC versus Beverly Hills 90210. 90210. And, and, I go, and I go OC. The OC was 90210 fantastic. is the show. And it's the show. I watched one recently where Brandon, his girlfriend, came... To... You're watching season one, and season one is a bit touch and go. Well, season one of OC is firing all cylinders right That's because they had every teen soap opera has 90210 to stand, they, standing on the shoulders of 90210. Without 90210, none of those shows would know what the fuck to do. I don't know. I don't know if they're this similar. Oh my god, come on. Oh, All right man. then. Well, I guess we're gonna have to defer to. Benson I like the show. OC, but <laughs> it got really bad later on. It did, but still, Chris like, Pratt was there when it was bad, so it wasn't that bad. Even in the end, Nine Hundred Two and O had some red. Nine Hundred Two and got real bad too, but they had some gems stuck in there. And Everything I've seen of Nine Hundred Two and like it's a funny thing to make fun of. Well, that's because people are stupid. Well, <laughs> well. I mean, we, I've been rewatching them. They hold up. It's great. I mean, I mean, of the cuckoo. podcasts that we know that talk about it, they make fun of it. They make fun of it, but they also laud its positive and like they don't just make fun of it. There's plenty of good stuff. All I'm right, not saying gonna... you can't make fun of it, but I'm saying there's a lot of a lot of tropes that were <clears throat> came out of 90210 that other shows use constantly. Well, we'll go to, uh, we've got to give him like a, a title. Benson probably hasn't watched either of these. Well, we have to. Well, I'm we the decider, to. so it's going to be anyway, Brenda. He's the decider. I mean, you that's to this. pretty much. I did, so go ahead. Um, well, Brenda is correct. I have not seen either of these shows. Um, <laughs> the OC is a show that I have, uh, sort of lightly mocked for years, but I will say that mm. in recent times. But. I was before, actually, before before you 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 continue, I'll say that you've mocked things that we've exposed to you, and then you ended up loving them. True. The other thing I don't like about the OC is that it kind of ruined the OC, along with Laguna Beach, gave people this false idea, very <laughs> skewed perspective. Orange County that is completely false. So you're the you're the true face of Orange County, and you want well, just that most of Orange <laughs> County is like everywhere else, and is not like crazy rich and full of these super rich people. It's like judging like like a, 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 on the otherwise like at least nine two and zero acknowledged that Beverly Hills is like an amalgamation, whereas the OC it made it seem like oh, this is all of Orange County, whereas. Like Orange County is a huge place, and a lot of it is not that great. <laughs> if you're if if there was no OC, you wouldn't be able to call the Inland Empire the IE. No, the IE has been around. I looked up after you tried to tell me that it wasn't a thing. I did a lot of research <laughs> on the whole IE, and that goes back to like the '60s. So fuck you, Derek. <laughs> I expect the documentation on my desk by Monday morning. I'm not doing shit for you. <laughs> All right. So the OC is a show I've mocked for years, but I will say recently I have considered uh, giving it a chance and actually watching it. I've been leaning towards maybe uh, experimenting with being an OC viewer myself. <laughs> uh, that being said, the OC did steal Adam Brody away from Gilmore Girls, something which uh, I'm, I'm not too happy with. And I have that seen... wait, hold on. Before, wait, hold on. 
that was an improvement because I don't like Adam Brody. And then we Adam got, Brody is great. <laughs> and then we got uh, we we got the other guy. What was his name? Zach. Then they started dating Zach. That was the best. No, I preferred when she was with Dave Rogowski. Well, well, I got it here. <laughs> and uh, and and mostly I don't adhere to that, but I'll adhere to your decision. Mostly because I've seen the passion that Nine Hundred Two One Zero has inspired. And Breno Man over there. I'm gonna have to give the point. To hold him. on, hold on. Before you say it, <laughs> what doesn't what doesn't instill passion in Breno? He's, he goes on and on about snack cakes and sodas and <laughs> what the fuck snack cakes? <laughs> Still, okay, my stance. I, I, I give the point to 90210. All right. I mean, it's not like a. I mean, it's certainly a contender. It's not yeah. like I'm saying this is just something thing that came out of nowhere here okay next one up here is gossip girl versus my so-called life my so-called life i don't know gossip girl introduced us to i tried uh, watching Layton. gossip girl and i could not get into it Leighton meester Blake she's great Lively. but i overall i mean my so-called life is one of the best shows written shows i love that show period it's in my top five period it's i really was a fan i watched about half of them Maybe I'll watch them again. I think that to me is like the music and everything. It's a great nine, late nineties, mid late nineties time capsule. It's really well done show. I mean, you got some great. You got you got Claire Danes. You got what Jared kind of Leto. Themes, what kind of themes did they hit? They do periods? everything: violence, um, pregnancy, pregnancy, divorce. Like their the parental stuff on that show was hit home for me like quite a bit. And just because her parents, like, they just, they're very normal parents, but they also have their own problems. And then just Angela's constant, like, she's always chasing after Jordan Catalano. And then you got Brian Krakow, the total geek guy. And I just really like him. And, and you got the crazy wild child friend. And you got the, like, gay kid. And that was one of the first shows, that, if not the first show, that had a character like that. I think Gilligan did it first. Okay. <laughs> well, that was but a But the lift. character of Ricky <laughs> is a very groundbreaking character. Like, it really, I think it helped a lot of people. And there's a lot of really good episodes. And there was a very... Michelle Tragenberg was in Gossip Girl. Yeah. Still, I just... Gossip Girl is just, I guess it's not my thing. Well, I vote Gossip Girl. You're voting my so-called life, so we're going to have to go to Benson again. Okay. Well, I've never seen an episode of my so-called life. Uh, I have seen an episode of Gossip Girl, which is why I'm definitely giving this to my so-called life. What was wrong with it? It was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. It was so terrible. Just, like, stiff. Poorly shot, dude, even like it just looked like crap. It, it was a bad. It was a bad. Scene. Dude, the babes. What? The babes, man. The babes. <laughs> the babes notwithstanding, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely the babes notwithstanding, and my blinding hatred for Jared Leto notwithstanding, I'm still gonna have to give this to my soaked. You hate Jared Leto? Yeah, we've been over Why? this before. Because he's a terrible actor. Well, we'll save that for another time. Okay, this one's going to be a hard one, Brendo. Veronica Mars. Oh, shit. 
versus the Wonder Years. Oh my god. <laughs> Not the hardest one on here. Ah. Uh. I go Wonder Years just because I like Wonder Years more, but I like Veronica Mars. I love Wonder both Years of these Wonder Years is fucking shows. emotional as shit. Yeah. Remember that episode with the girl that liked Kevin, but he wasn't getting to her, his lab partner, and she was like, Kevin, let's dance, but he's like, oh, oh dude, like with Maya Bruton from, the, was that the same one with Maya Bruton from yeah. Adventures of Babysitting? And then, yeah, and then she's like, listen, I'm not gonna take any of your shit, Kevin. This other guy wants to, to talk to me, yeah. too. And felt jealous as Crimson and Clover's well, played. The other thing is, as watching, so on my rewatch of, as you pointed out to me, like in my rewatch of Wonder Years, is that Kevin Arnold's a dick? <laughs> like, He's the worst character. He is. Even far. I like Wayne, I like Wayne more. Yeah, like Wayne <laughs> has more redemptive qualities because when it came down to it, Wayne stuck by people and Wayne did what was best for the family. And and whereas Kevin didn't give a fuck about anybody, <laughs> Kevin would turn on his friends in a Remember on a Paul's dime. Like, I'm going to summer like, camp this summer, and so we just punched him. Kevin just the beats face. the shit out of Paul for no reason. Like <laughs> when 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 Paul lost his virginity first, he was a total dick to him about it. Like everything about like Kevin's relationship with people. Like Kevin was horrible to his dad. Like because you know as a kid his I mom, watched Wonder Years and I'm like, man, brother. Mr. Arnold's an asshole. And when you're when you're watching it now, you're like. Oh my god, Mr. Arnold is just like, like he can't catch a break ever. And then they kill him. They kill him off camera. It's fucked up. Spoilers. Whatever. Um, but Veronica Mars, I mean, Kristen Bell is so amazing in that show and it's just her, the relationship between her and her dad and all the cool mystery shit and the characters cool you love to shit, hate. Like, like who stole the Matrix online? <laughs> so, oh man, that's such a tough choice. But I'm gonna have Wonder to go. Wonder Years with... never had a bad episode. Yeah, that's the, the season three of Veronica Mars was very iffy. That's a and season test, two. Sure. See, well, well, and it wasn't even the show's fault. It was because they made him do. They wouldn't let him do a season long arc anymore. Yeah. So that kind of messed up the whole. I didn't know that was official from the CW said that. I didn't know that's why. Yeah, that was official because I I, I went to the Comic-Con panel in between seasons two and three and Rob Thomas even said, he's like, you guys, like, I'm like, we're going to be doing two story arcs this season and everybody booed and he's like, that came from, it's either, it was the only way they would let us continue doing the show. God, the CW fucked so much shit up. And... Cause I remember we like, like there was a whole, that's the only time I've ever done one of those like petition things. Yeah. <laughs> like I sent, I sent Don Ostroff, the president of the CW Mars bars. <laughs> Were you employed at that time? Yes. Okay. Cause I, I had forgotten about it and then I looked at my Amazon address book and I was like, why is Don Ostroff the CW <laughs> on my address book? And then I forgot, I sent her a box of Mars bars. So you, so you didn't even buy Mars bars and send them off, you just Amazon them? Yeah, that was the whole campaign. Hilarious. So I can't imagine what that must have been like for her getting these like just pallets of Mars bars. What did she do with them? Did they even make Mars bars anymore? No, they were only in Europe. We had to order them from Amazon UK. Oh. See, so you guys were organized. It, well, there was a huge organized effort, and like all the people from the show were behind it. It was a whole big thing. 
but it failed. So, so, so we got we got Wonder Years then. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Wonder Years just because on the whole, and plus that's like a super iconic show. And I mean, when you think about the guest stars and the people that came through that show, and just the themes, and up until the last episode, I mean, it was so great, and 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 they were always like. I don't know. I just it was so well written and well done. And all right, it's really this good. next one, Brenda, is the reason why I'm doing this. <laughs> Freaks and Geeks versus Saved by the Bell. That's. I mean, as much as you think that's a tough choice, like that's. Come on, I'm not a. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> what are you? What are you talking about? It's Freaks and Geeks all the way. I mean, Saved by the Bell is great, but I mean, as far as like content. Like, the writing on that show is absurd. The reason, I, I mean, I love that show because I genuinely love it. I don't, like, a lot of people watch it just to make fun of it. But even I will admit that, like, half the time, like, their performances are, like, the actors' performances are pretty bad. Wow. And, I've never heard you talk this way. Yeah. But I love the show because it was such a part of my life. And, like, it was this whole thing where, like, in, in elementary and junior high school, I'm like, this is what high school is going to be like, and it's going to be awesome. And then it wasn't, but it was still, it was. Still, <laughs> and it was like what? What? It was like freaks and geeks. Yes, exactly. So, are we voting for what it was actually like, or what we aspire? Well, also, as I mean, again, like Saved by the Bell was total aspire, but as far as like overall quality of the show, I mean, come on, freaks and geeks to me is the best show ever. That's my number one. So yes, of but course. then you see that TV guy description I posted where Screech makes oh, the money off spaghetti, the spaghetti sauce. sauce. That's one and, of the best, and, and gets the attention of Soleil Moon Fry. Yes, come on. that's April Richardson's number one episode, and I would it would be in my top five, <laughs> maybe top three. One? Um, my number one episode is probably the Zack Attack episode, just because it's so <laughs> fucking weird. Um. There's Not also the one where he accidentally asks out the handicapped girl. No, it's the one where they he imagines that they're a number one pop band, and the whole thing's narrated by Casey Kasem, and it's like a behind the music episode. It's pretty great. And the one where they go on a murder mystery weekend is also way up there for me. <laughs> <laughs> How so much of the new class have you watched? Like. A couple episodes, enough to know that it was not my cup of tea. What if they made a Freaks and Geeks the new class? That'd be like for a, for ABC Family <laughs> with no nobody from the original show involved. Maybe Harris be... will maybe Harris will show up. That would be horrible because <laughs> like when you look at like all the people behind both in front and behind the camera on that show, I mean they're that's what made that show like the writing and the directing and the music, especially the music and like. I mean, they broke the bank. They, the, there was only one song they didn't get because it cost too much money, but they would, the bulk of that budget they spent on music. And. So you're telling me that Freaks and Geeks is better than Jesse's evil stepbrother recording yes. the Dodger game that Zach was at. That to was. Blackmail him. Oh man, the Eric. That was the, the, cause the other thing about Saved by the Bell that was so infuriating, even when I was watching it, like, is they would have those crazy storylines that they'd introduce these characters, like Eric, the evil stepbrother, or the wrestler girlfriend, or all this stuff, and, and like the next episode, they're gone and never to be mentioned <laughs> again. Whereas at least Freaks and Geeks had like continuity and. In fact, those side people just got stronger and stronger. 
like and undeclared the guy that was like when, when I think it was Adam Sandler's assistant was like guys guys do you have any food and the guy's like I have have a hot pocket left you want that like he be, he was basically the starting cast by the last episode. <laughs> All right, I'll vote for Freaks and Geeks too because it's going to get really dramatic. Yeah, I don't. I don't and I and I agree. I mean, that's hard for me too, but I agree. All right, next one: Gilmore Girls versus Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh Ooh. shit! If this comes to the tiebreaker, it's going to be this going to be real tough. <laughs> Man, that's a somehow somehow I doubt that. I I I, mean, I, I, come in, I mean, let's all be real here, but I mean, I love Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I watched the shit out of that show. Fresh Prince and Blossom, eight o'clock, eight thirty Monday nights. That was like that. That was my jam. My first. I've talked about how my bedtime in later years was <laughs> related to what time wrestling was on. My initial, the first time I ever appealed my bedtime was when Fresh Prince started, and it was on at eight, and the eight o'clock was my bedtime. That's when I got it bumped up to nine o'clock, so I could watch Fresh Prince and Blossom. <laughs> so it's very dear to my heart. I love Fresh Prince, um, even though I couldn't relate to like anything in that show. Like I wasn't cool. I wasn't having a situation where I was gonna trick my girlfriend into marrying me temporarily just so I could have sex with her. Which what? that was an episode <laughs> that happened on Fresh Prince. Um, Who? Who did that? Will, like, did this whole thing where he was going to marry um, one of the girls he was dating so they could have sex. And he was going to have, like, a fake wedding and everything. Because she didn't want to have sex till after they got married. That was a real thing that happened on the show. But then they also had, like, great, like, special episodes, like the gun one. Carlton wants to get a gun. Yeah. And Would you get a gun if you were at the ATM with me and I got shot? No, I would never get a gun. <laughs> But you have to protect me. I would protect you with my, I don't know, not a gun. <laughs> would you jump in front of the bullet? I'd take a bullet for you, Derek. Oh, wow. That I can't joke about. <laughs> I don't know, but the thing is, like, I say that, but I don't know if I would have the reflexes <laughs> to take a bullet for you. <laughs> I could see myself, I'd be the guy that, like, dives and I land, like, in front of you. <laughs> and then you still get shot. What have I always said? It's the intent that counts. It's the thought that counts. Be like, no, and then I land like two feet to your right, and you still get shot. Well, I vote Gilmore Girls. I vote Gilmore Girls. I mean, show of all time. I mean, come on. I mean, it's pretty great. It's way up there on my list, and it's awesome. And what um, would you have said, Benson? Uh, to this uh, quandary. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's tough. This is this is this is kid me. Versus adult me. This is the love of a kid me versus the love of adult me. Uh, I think... I That's the same with me, too. It's definitely think, the same thing. I think what happens is Gilmore brain. Girls. This is a no-brainer. Really, if it really came down to it. but it would Go it with would, what? Gilmore Girls. Mm. But it would, nice. That's, I mean, that's tough, but I, I think I ultimately would land on the side of Gilmore Girls. I wrote Joan Tamblin, not Joan of Arcadia. <laughs> Hilarious. Anyway, we're into the second round here. Buffy the Vampire Slayer versus Joan Tamblin. <laughs> Buffy. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Alright, Friday Night Lights versus Beverly Hills 90210. 90210. I do Friday Night Lights, because I have history with it, man. <laughs> I have history with both, but 90210 is, like, the only reason why 90210 is not my 
number one contenders because of the presence of freaks and geeks. All right, uh, so Spencer, it's up to the decider. To here. here we go. This is another one where I have not seen either show. How have you not seen Friday Night Lights? You need to watch that. It's really good. Well, because so many people have told me that, based on which one I think I would have a better chance of liking, I think I'm going to have to give this to Friday Night Lights. Sorry, Brendan. Oh, 9 2 0 eliminated the <laughs> second round. I think this has to go to Friday Night Lights. Wow. Yeah. That's a good, that's an informed decision. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I no, but I, I, I agree with that decision. Like, I, I still think Benson could enjoy 9 2 0, but, um, I think he would get a lot more of enjoyment out of Friday Night Lights, especially given like the people that are in it and people that you are fond of and yeah, yeah. All right, next one: My So-Called Life versus The Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Yeah, me too. Wonder Years. That was easy. This one not so easy. <sighs> this is one I'm gonna fight with you: Freaks and Geeks versus Gilmore Girls. Freaks and Geeks. I I would go Gilmore Girls because this is so much better. <laughs> it's so much better. No, love it's Freaks not. And Freaks and Geeks is again the best show ever made. Ever. I think, period. I think Gilmore Girls the beats end. it for me. I disagree. I, I mean, I Freaks and Geeks did in one season what any other show, including Gilmore Girls, took seven seasons and they still couldn't match it. And Freaks and Geeks did it in less than one season, I and it's the they, best. I feel they did match it. I so disagree. unfortunately, don't. Don't jump onto this because I'm going to have to. Knowing that such an important decision is weighed on Benson's <laughs> shoulders now is not. Benson has seen both of for. these shows, so I, I know, trust I know, his, and he's well informed about both of them. So I trust his judgment. Out, I'll leave it to Benson. Whatever comes out of here is definitely going to be something. I mean, he's informed about both of them, and it's important. And yeah. I feel he's probably passionate about both series. Correct. Yes. Uh, yeah. So. uh I can't believe it's come, but I I chose this. I chose this life. Yeah. All right, here we go, Benson. Um, yeah, despite go ahead. With, despite my mocking it for so many years before having seen it, I absolutely love Gilmore Girls. I think it's an amazing show. Uh, Freaks and Geeks is my favorite TV show of all time, though. So, Freaks and Geeks. For Thank sure. you. Thank you, Benson. Sorry, Crazy. Derek. All right, I'm writing it down here. <laughs> okay. Who won the real pro bracket? I'll tell you at the end. Okay. Or I'll tell you if they get eliminated. Okay. Um, which means I guess they're still in there. Okay. Buffy versus Friday Night Lights. Mm. Buffy. I would go Buffy too. I knew, um, it, was, I knew it was probably going to come down to what I think it's going to come down to. <laughs> Wonder Years versus Freaks and Geeks now. Freaks and Geeks. Because Freaks and Geeks, I, was, I could, dep- I I could say, see where, here's the thing. I feel like Freaks and Geeks is like a later generation, like Gen X, like it's our Wonder Years. So like I think that's why I'm more connected to that than, than, Freak, than Wonder Years. I love both of them, but I mean, again, overall, as far as like, they're like I again like Freaks and Geeks is perfect. It's perfect. I think Wonder Years is perfect. I think Wonder Years had some ups and downs. I mean, what were the downs? I said it was another bad episode. You agreed. I think over. I think for the most, but there's some storylines didn't quite sink in as much as others. I mean, I'm not saying they were bad, but like there were some times where I kind of started checking out a little bit, like 
like I don't know. Um, there were like a, there were just a lot of episodes. There was it seemed like wasn't there one with like Paul's sister that was kind of annoying. No, like, that was so sad because he had a crush on Kevin. It and was then sad, he, like, but it was like he too, took her to the cotillion, and he's like, "Fuck off!" And then she lost the pearl, and then he jumped in. Also, the, pool. the fact that again, Kevin is a very unlikable character. The I love the main characters on Freaks and Geeks. I love all the characters. Whereas with Kevin, I'm just like, "Fuck off, Kevin!" Like you're a dick. <laughs> but I can break down to you that the geeks are dickheads, they're or they're not, not dickheads. the geeks, the, free, the, the freaks. The freaks can be dickheads, but they're good people, and I like Neil, them. Neil's a dickhead. Neil Sam could be a Sam could be a dick, but the, again, like, but in a more relatable way. Like, I everybody could be dicks, and like when they're 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 freshmen in high school, like it's every sometimes it's every man for himself, and <laughs> and and you're in the shit that they're dealing with. I mean, like again, like coming from, um. Although my parents never, like, cheated on each other, but that whole, the divorce thing, like, Sam's, um, Neil's storyline, like, the, the, just again, like, the trouble at home and, like, the way you deal with that trouble just seemed very real to me. As, and, like, Kevin never had to deal with that. Like, um, Bill's Kevin. Kind of the perfect, Bill's kind of the only perfect character. Bill's and also Bill. I mean, Bill's fucking amazing. You didn't have that. You never saw Bill a character like Bill before, like in anything, like and like because in, in the most shows, Bill is a joke. Like Bill is an afterthought. Bill's a punchline. But like that scene where Bill comes home after school and he's watching um, Gary Shandling and like making a grilled cheese sandwich. Like that's the most real thing I've ever seen on television. <laughs> Somebody else watching television. But just like that whole, like, you get home, nobody's there, nobody gives a shit, you're making grilled cheese and watching comedy just to, like, keep yourself going. Like, I don't know, I mean, I, as a, also as a kid, like, especially, like, my, my parents were gone most of the time, so like, I coming home to an empty house and, and, and that feeling, like, and like, I don't know, like, that just to me, and then, like, the whole thing with him and Fredericks, like, best, like, again, like, the performances they got out of people, like, Tom Wilson is so good. What about Coach so Cutler saying, saying he was the Santa? I did love Coach, I do love, um, like, uh, that was, it was really, Phil and I got to see, we went to some panel that, um, what's that guy's name? Robert Picardo. Picardo was on, and we were just really excited because it's Coach Cutler. Um, but. Also, let me, let me, let me. I still gonna have to go with Freaks and Geeks. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me do this episode. What about remember that fat kid that wanted to be Kevin's friend, so we would always give him treats. Yeah, he played Ben Hanscom in It. Yeah, that was sad. I mean, it was sad, but it was. I just Freaks and Geeks did everything better. I remember that dream where the kid was like drowning in the M Ms. That's fucked up. There's no awesome dream sequences in Freaks and Geeks. They didn't need them. Okay, well, now vote, it is raining. I vote Wonder Years. Um, so, so it's to me now? Yeah. yeah. Benson, what's your experience with Wonder Years? Have you watched it? Uh, I've seen like half of it. I, when I was watching it, it was at the time when it was like really hard to find. So I, I stopped mm-hmm. watching it only because I couldn't find the rest of the seasons. Uh, but I, I, I love it. It's a great show uh, for you know from the first half that I've seen. Um, but I mean, there's no need for suspense here. I've already said Freaks and Geeks is my favorite show of all time. It's going to be Freaks and Geeks. Yep. 
There you All go. right, so the the final head to head is Buffy the Vampire Slayer versus Freaks and Geeks. Now let's think about this. Let's just think about it. Let's let's go back. I've to thought Buffy. about this. I think about let's this go. all the time. I, these are like <laughs> these are two of my. So you've already listed. I've had to eliminate so many of my favorite shows. Like this is my genre. This is my wheelhouse. There are shows that I would have put on this list that weren't on here. There. I love these kind of shows. Like, I love them. I fuck it. That's all I watch. I'm watching 90210. I've watched a, I've watched two seasons of 90210 in the last, like, five days. Like, that's what's going on <laughs> with me right now. <laughs> you still haven't seen Bunheads. Hey, I've watched, I've watched most of Bunheads. I'm saving it. I, dude, okay, you want to know a secret about me? Oh, here we I go. I save, there's certain things that I have, that I save. For like desperate situations when I'm like really what? sad. So, for instance, uh-huh. I'm about to drop something here. I've never seen the last season of Friday Night Lights. It's not good. Well, I'm saving it for a rainy day. Same thing with because you remember how they released Bunheads in two halves on Amazon. Uh huh. I'm saving the second half of Bunheads for when I have when I'm in a desperate situation and I need something to pick me up. And, and it's that brand new. Late. I also Lately haven't the, watched uh, this season of Doctor Who because I'm just saving season? it. I'm saving it. Which season? This new season. This current season. Hmm. I feel you both cooled on Doctor Who. No, I love Doctor Who. I But we just both haven't seen this because I have not seen this season either. Because it's not, unless you have BBC America, it's not the easiest show to watch because yeah, it's not well, really online anywhere. Here's a real nerd 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 problem uh i i do have bbc america but my mom accidentally deleted the first half of the season from the dvr so, <laughs> so that's that a sucks. hurdle for me so i'm saving that i'm saving season two of fargo which i really want to watch but i just can't watch it right now because i'm so we didn't get too desperate with the recent bad times well, I got desperate enough that I re- started rewatching. Well, I've been rewatching now to an O to keep up with the Blaze with Lizzie and Cat, awesome podcast. But then, like, they're on like they just finished season two. Um, yeah, I'm now on season four in my rewatch. So again, I, I yeah, I've been watching a lot. But uh, what's even more desperate when you go back to the old favorites or the new thing? Well, when I when I I think when I'm really desperate, then I go back to the old stuff. I don't know when I'm going to watch the new stuff. Although so there's I did, like, there's different levels of desperation in my head. And you're always either on fine or super desperate. <laughs> well, that's, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I haven't, so, so that's the thing. And, um, Buffy is, I've, I've rewatched Buffy quite a few times. I have the- Buffy gave us that nude Charisma Car- Carpenter Playboy <laughs> special. Sure you love that. <laughs> I thought that yeah, was, was after hard. Buffy. But it came from that, you know. It's true. It's hard. She has weird able... nipples. It's it's hard. They're very big. <laughs> That's the new thing at the end of the show, please. Um, <laughs> it's hard to bro out with you guys sometimes because who knows what's going on <laughs> with the pussy? What are you talking <laughs> on about front, on that front? I don't. I don't. It's just no. You can't talk about girls with you guys. You can can't talk about out. girls. I know, and you're like, scientifically, her nipples are askew. That's not what, I just said she's got weird <laughs> nipples. 
And Ben said, oh, who knows, who knows what's going on over there? I, I, I dare not, I dare <laughs> not, not cry. Nice. Who, well, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. So maybe I'm, you I'm, should talk to him. Uh, I think uh, it's the last thing he wants. Uh, no, yeah, let's talk. Okay. Yeah. No, um, no, I, I love Buffy. I mean, don't get me, I love Buffy. I love, love, love Buffy. I have the chosen collect. It's the only DVDs I still have are like that and like a few other things that I didn't sell because I have the chosen collection. And, um, and then I've watched it. I have statues. I bought, I went through, I bought, when I was in my height of Buffy obsession, I have the entire Dark Horse, the first comic run before they did the season seven or season eight. Um, I have the whole run of that. I have the collectible card game. I have both of the Xbox video games, which are actually pretty cool. And, um, a ton of, I bought like all the books, the script books. For a while, I had all the, you know, they have like those, just like the series, the fiction series where it's like fictionalized, like new episodes, but in like book form. You seen those? Like, you know, like they have like oh. Star Trek books and Star Wars books. Oh, well, yeah, in, yeah. at the height of Buffy, there was like a whole series of books and it's like extra episodes and a lot of them are really good. And I read all of those. Like at one point I had like a hundred Buffy books. But I wow. sold all of I got rid of all of them. But for a while, my whole bookshelf was like Buffy and Angel books. And that's... I've never read... Like, I always considered those, like, those spin-off series, like, bullshit. Because they have them for lots of other shows. But the only time I've ever read them are for Buffy. Um, and I love Buffy. That's, but I love Freaks and love. Geeks more. So... That's where I lie well, on Between this. Buffy and Freaks and Geeks, I would have to go Freaks and Geeks. But I feel... Gilmore Girls should have won, but it's not necessarily a high school show. So I guess I guess it's not a bad. I mean, it's not a bad at all. I just I don't know. I like I like the old classics. I like Wonder Years. I mean, dude, there's like a is it raining by you guys? It's like a thunderstorm going on here. The sun actually just came out here. (laughs) No, we're fine. We just got a storm of weather news from Brenda. Jeez. Well, I gotta go out later to get food, and I don't like driving around in the rain here. It's scary. We had a so heavy, how heavy fa- fog here the other day. How, how far away was that shooting away from you? Ten, twelve miles. It's not oh. that far. Are you, is, uh. I've been to town? that building where it was. For what? Um, for a job interview, and then later trying to get some medical assistance job interview like recently yeah wow what if that was the day you went on a job interview well it was like a few months before but that would have been fucked up yeah would we be obligated to tell stories about how great you were and how you were selfless and like but could we pepper in some of the (laughs) the fun brendo stories of course i mean that's what i would want i wouldn't want people like i don't know because every like you know this sounds insensitive, but just like when you die, no matter what happens. You know, well, I you think about that all good. the time because I think about my dad and and I think about like, like he's kind of become this like you do. Like, I mean, that's just part of like when you're remembering somebody, you end up. And I think that's kind of good that like when we do, when somebody does die, we tend the the bad stuff tends to fall to the wayside unless they were just a really bad person. Like a really, really I wanted bad to at my grandmother's funeral just for laughs to tell the story about how she made us go into the handicapped bathroom with her, which is a great story. 
where we would have our face to the walls and she was on the toilet screaming at us about how inappropriate the cable guy was because <laughs> she had taken <laughs> us to see the cable guy and she'd be screaming if there's another movie that man makes and i was like this is the worst moment of my life probably it's it's up there as one of the worst times of my life i wanted to tell that jovial story but I don't think it would have had the, uh. I think I would have worked. Like, those are the kind of stories that people want to hear. <laughs> like, just fun. Maybe. Like, cause again, like I said, like, we tend to, like, put these people on pedestals and, like, and then, like, when I sometimes I'll talk about it with my, when, when I'm talking with my brother or somebody about my dad, I'm like, man, remember when he did this? That was kind of fucked up. But, like, it's, what do you, what do you do? Just ran. It's like, I don't know. Just like, he wasn't always, like, great. I mean, sometimes, cause one, I mean, he was, he was definitely on the conservative side when it came to like politics and other stuff. And one time, like my, like my dad talked to my, cause we talked about, we've talked about, my brother and I have had very frank conversations about like, what do you think dad would have done if you told him you were gay and like stuff like that. And like, and like, I don't think my dad was that keen on gay folks, but I think. I think that, I mean, I've thought about this a lot and I think that he would have overcome that because he, he, he loved me and I think he was a good enough person that he would have overcome his prejudices, but who knows? I mean, who knows? Maybe he would have disowned me. I don't what know. would you, what would be the eulogy if we were, as his podcast co-host, we were primed to give, uh, uh, Benson his, his eulogy. What, what would you say about Benson? I would say that he was a one of the funniest people that I know. And well, let's okay, let's bring down that. Like, what what is Benson said that? <laughs> Benson's always funny. <laughs> well, what's the funniest thing he's ever said? I can't remember like specific things, but like he's funny when we're talking, right. just hanging out. Right. Um, well, he he said that. Uh, Benview Network, social network thing. He coined the term bubblegumming. I oh, actually, I can't take credit for that. That was my uh, sister's boyfriend at the time. Oh, he popularized it. Yeah, I popularized um, it. Introduced it to I, us. I thought about... Because he kind of looks like Nicolas Cage, which he may like, enjoy. <laughs> but like, I was thinking about his face recently. And his face right before he, t- he screamed uh, that at Gates... Was like I have this in my head. I have the shot. I'm about oh, to the take the it. social network. <laughs> yeah, Benson got kicked out. I know, but that was a good face. So what would so what would you what would you say about him? But he was a good friend, and like he, um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm talking about him in the past tense. That he is a good friend, and that uh, he is um, fun to hang out with, and a Kind, caring person. I went down down while you were saying stuff about me. What did Derek say? Well, Derek was asking me more things, like, about... Well, I said... Did you hear what I said about your face? I heard... uh, You said I kind of played Nicolas Cage, and then that's when I I think crashed. (laughs) Well, I said I was thinking recently about the face you made right before you yelled at Gates about the social network thing, and, like, how you had it in your head, and you were about to say it, and I just remember... Your face, but right before you took the shot, and I'll always remember that face. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, and then Brenda was going on and on about you know generic stuff. 
Thank you, Brenda. What do you mean, like, generic? I don't know. Like, he liked wrestling, and I think that's cool that he liked, like, he got me back in, Benson got me back into wrestling, like, and his excitement for it reignited my, like, lingering excitement for it. So I'm like, yeah, all right, let's do this. And then I've become, like, a bigger wrestling fan than I ever was before, and I owe a lot of that to Benson. Benson. Do you think Benson would want to be buried with, like, a belt? <laughs> that would be very funny. The Benson belt? The Benson Are we invited to his funeral? Sure, of course. But who would, who would coordinate, who would coordinate that? Nobody knows us. Benson's mom kinda knows who I am. Yeah. I mean, we've been in their house. We've been in their house. <laughs> Benson's mom would probably talk to Phil and then Phil would fill me in. Mm. Okay, I don't want to miss that one. What? You don't want to miss when Benson dies? Oh, I don't want to, I don't want him to die, but I don't want to miss his funeral. Yeah. Would you, uh, what would you, what would you say about me? That you are also one of the funniest person, people I know, and that you're one of my best friends, and you've been there through thick and thin. Same thing with Benson. Oh, I I want a little, I want a little meatier one than Benson. If Benson and my funeral was on the same day. Here's what I know, Derek. Benson, Benson, like, Benson seems to tolerate my bullshit more than you do. Like, I tolerate it, I just question it sometimes. Benson hung out with me for an entire Comic-Con, like, non-stop, and we didn't have any problems, whereas I feel like with you, there's always, you get, you get too frustrated with me and you need to get your space. Like, you have to well, bail out Saturday night, or you have to, like, well, sometimes you get hungry, and I don't know what to do with you. You're a grown man. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I don't know. Benson's way more low key, and I like that about him. Whereas you get you you it, the way you are empathetic is you like absorb it, and then it makes you frustrated. So like I don't know. It's um, gonna be the best no, eulogy ever. <laughs> no, you're 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 great, and you've and and you've um. Again, been there for, through everything, and I, I, I just, I, my favorite memories of you are some of again, like we went through both good and really shitty, like that year at Smodcastle, like just we went through that together, and it was one of the, like it's one of the highlights of my entire life, and we if, did that together. And If my and Benson's funeral was on the same day, which one would you go to? At the same time? At the same time. Did you guys, like, die town. together or something? We had, no, it it our will to, we had it in our will that our funerals would be at the same time. If so we that I would have to choose? To each other. Yeah. We had a, we had a death pact. Yeah. I would, at that point, I would be so distraught because you're both dead that I probably wouldn't go to either one. <laughs> Well, that's, I didn't expect that answer. Yeah. Would you continue popsicles? I don't know, out of in, respect you to you, in, if both of you, you were in, dead, if you, how would, would I even do that? Ga- okay, you plug what in if, Gates and Van Otrieve or something? What if, you say Nathan Van Otrieve, that's not his name. Ga- Gates and Van Otrieve. Okay. What if? Then it wouldn't be popsicles. I feel like popsicles dies with you. What if one of us had it? In we should our have a shirt. We should have a shirt that says "Popsicles dies with you." What if one of us had it in our will that it was our dying wish for popsicles to go on, and the other had it in their will that it was the yeah, dying who, wish for it to end? Who had oh. it in their will for it to go on, though? That would. Make- I think the better question is: if you had to do it again, who would be the two co-hosts? 
I wouldn't do it without you because you are popsicles. But what if we wanted you to? Why do you guys always make me make these choices? I just, just want to hear what you'd say. If I had to pick anybody at this current stage... And it can't be Phil because you already have a show. Well, right? we already have a show, but... Yeah. Um, oh, man, that's a tough decision. I would probably get, like... Because it would have to be somebody that had a similar sensibility to you that I have chemistry with. So maybe, like, Ryan? Ryan, Ryan Kane. Gates? No, Ryan oh, Kane. Wow. And also, you're plugging it with people from our lives. That's interesting. What can I pick anybody ever in the history of things? Well, I'm just I just like the way you're thinking. Like it would have to be somebody that I know. So maybe Ryan Kane, and then like I don't and know, Lindy probably. Hmm. Maybe Wendy. Lindy. Yeah. So probably Andrew or Ryan. So th- those would be good, like because they're like your two like good like best friends, like one of your <laughs> some of your best friends. So like I wish there was an afterlife like, just so I could hear the complaints about popsicles V two and how bad. But then I also, if I wanted to go like at a, but then I also would like, I don't know, maybe get like if I could somehow convince Strang to do it or like oh wow or Jordy. I don't know. Jordy would be a good Derek substitute. Well, I don't think he wants to hear that. Well, it would be, he'd be a Derek substitute in that he would, like, I don't know, you don't like a lot of things. <laughs> Jordy seems to not like a lot of stuff. I'm getting an alert, an alert from the, from the comic book store about the, one of the new employees that, uh, shit number two is underway because this guy shits a lot, man. He's always in the shitter. He probably is doing that to not work. Or he's shits, like, I, like, like what? It, what uh, I go to I, I go to what's the bathroom your, your a lot food? when I when I was when I work because it, it's like uh, well one I, I I tend to have to go I don't know I feel like under stress I have to shit and <laughs> but then also like it's, that, it's the that only I want at the end of the show please I'm not putting please. anything under the end of the show I like the dinosaur thing I like the shit one better but I I feel like. Uh, I don't know, cause I like, I like to, I read on my, I read books on my phone. Alright, well, I think we're wrapping up here, so why don't we end with a good old. Well, we haven't talked fashion. about like any movies or anything. Like Star Wars is next week, like holy fucking well, shit. And. Put it in your list. Where are you seeing it? Um, I'm seeing it at the, um, Krikorian in Redlands with, um, the Vecchios. Is it gonna be opening night? We're seeing it on Thursday at seven thirty. That's that's opening night to me. Yeah. Yes. And Benson, are you doing another crazy marathon? I am. Uh-huh. Doing He's doing it. Film marathon <laughs> at uh, at the Century Theater at Bellaterra. What time does that start? Starts four thirty in the morning. Three in the morning. Fuck. <laughs> I'll be watching the Phantom Menace at three a.m. <laughs> Holy shit! Training towards the Force Awakens. That so I, I can't. I'll, you gotta. You gotta do. You gotta throw out. Are you gonna be like throwing out some tweets or something during? Like, he doesn't like to do that. He likes well, to wait till it's all over. Well, no. I'll, I'll probably write a thing for for Agents of Guard like I did when I did the Avengers marathon. I'm looking forward to that. That's exciting. Yeah. Do you think the reverse? Like, how long was the Avengers one? Uh, the Avengers one was twenty eight hours. So when did that start? That started at, um, it started at, uh, fuck, when did, I, it started like kind of evening, evening time. Okay. And then just went So how do you think this 3 a.m. start time will affect the viewing? 
Are you going to probably get eight hours of sleep right before? Yeah, I'm going to try to sleep right before. Um, you know, I, it's the theater is right across the street from my work. And every once in a while, I'll get a shift that starts at 5 a.m. So it's like, it's not a huge difference. Just two yeah, but then you home. immediately have to watch two of the most boring movies ever two, fucking made. Three, <laughs> three is less three boring. It's less, but I'm talking about like pure well, boredom. Like when I tried to watch all three in a row, like I was fast asleep by the time episode The first one, started. you can at least remember all the Taco Bell toys that you bought. And the second one is the most real teenage romance I've ever seen on screen. Yeah, so fucking. <laughs> do you know? Do you know my reasons? Because teenagers are stupid idiots. <laughs> they talk politics by the by the grass, by the uh, grassy knoll. You know, everything about that movie is awful. I'll say it as much. I mean, I hate all the prequels. They're all terrible. But two is the one I hate the least. Two's the one that I hate the most. I think. Yeah, I think in my rewatch, I agree with uh, Benson. There's a lot going on in that movie. Yeah, a lot of bullshit. (laughs) That factory, like the thing where they're jumping around and it looks like Nick Arcade, and then all of a sudden R2 can fly, and all this other bullshit. Yeah, if I I told you in 1993 there's going to be a cross between Star Wars and Nick Arcade, you'd love it. Yeah, but in reality, it's dumb because like just it's awkward just like the real nick arcade thing where they're like in front of a freaking blue screen the whole thing is blue screen and it's weird and it doesn't look right and that's exactly how it looks in episode two and i don't know i'm I'm just excited that like i can i'm happy about star wars again and i feel like it's gonna be awesome when do the good when do the good movies start uh, I don't actually have the exact schedule of when the individual movies start. So it'd be but, six uh, hours from three, so about well, nine. Well, there's breaks in between, too, so probably around, I'm going to say, with breaks. And because each movie is like a little over two hours, probably so around... Maybe noon. Yeah. That's like, that's a lot of bullshit. You have to sit six hours <laughs> of crap. It's like, it's like, here, I have this giant shit sandwich right away as soon as you sit down at the table. So I, I mean, I give props to you for doing that, but I, you can, that's like, that sounds like a, that could be a means of torture in some countries. Would you do that, Brendo? No. (laughs) I mean, it's just sitting through movies with your pal Benson. Nope. You could talk about it as eulogy. You couldn't pay me to get up at (laughs) three in the morning. Hey, Benson and I have had a lot of cool adventures. I don't need... I don't need this one. I don't need it. I I would have done the Marvel Marathon, but I was... I changed my mind too late. Yeah. Who who are you going with? Well, technically, I'll, I'll be going alone actually because no one no one was willing to ride out with me on this one. But uh, one of my coworkers will will also be there. We we won't be sitting next to each other because it's reserved seating, and so she will be sitting far away. But oh, one of my she coworkers will also be at the screening. This uh, one that you're sweet on? Uh, nope, she's married. Well, I'm always looking out for you, bro. So sorry to disappoint you, Derek. Well, to disappoint you, I'm not the one that's uh, <laughs> across from a married woman. Anyway, it's coming. We'll probably talk about it. We'll do one after it comes out. We'll yeah. uh, we'll uh, recap it. But for now, we'll uh, let Brendo fill us in on the two months of pop culture news that. Man, how do I? I don't even know. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, your two minutes does two minutes? start, or one minute. Hold on, give me one second. Just give me one second here, just to get something, some <laughs> frame of reference. Like I don't, because I don't even know where to start. 
like what's what's been going on. Well, you're good under pressure, so I'm going to press the button in five seconds. Four, three, two, <laughs> go. Well, Star go. Wars is coming out, and there's been all kinds of trailers. And the last, the official trailer was like the greatest movie trailer. It was awesome. <laughs> um, Donald Trump is like going to ruin the world, probably, and he's f- fucked up. And everybody's been talking about that. He was on SNL, and it was horrible, but. I think I agree with Phil that I think they did that on purpose to make Trump look stupid. And um and then I don't know what else has been going on. Like I saw thirty movies. seconds. I saw The Good Dinosaur, that was really good. I saw Love the Coopers as a Christmas movie, that was pretty cool. And Steve Martin's the dog, spoilers go. I saw um I saw I don't know, there's been a lot of other stuff. X Men Apocalypse trailer dropped today and every that seems okay. And then Batman. the Batman V Superman trailer dropped and everybody just was like, oh shit, this does not look very good. And, um, <laughs> five. And then, four, um, three. Other two, stuff happened, I guess. It's one. too much, too much had happened. But not my really. Favorite part, my, my favorite part of the Batman Superman trailer is that Doomsday explodes for some reason, like a city block. Yeah. And then you see Wonder Woman, like, smoldering, and then they turn to the left and Batman and Superman are just standing there and they're fine. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I still am curious how Aquaman's gonna play into all this. Like, does he just like jump out? Like in that scene, in that scene, does he just like jump out on a dolphin? Like, hey guys, what's up? You have to stop saying end of the show line worthy things if you don't want to put more things at the end of the show. I wonder how Aquaman's gonna play in all this. It's a very comic book guy level uh, thing to say. Oh, Jessica Jones is like the greatest thing. Jessica Jones is awesome. I forgot Let's to talk careful. about that. I'm only, I'm only one episode in. Ah, so He's good. Guy. Derek, did He's you watch guy. it? Of course you watched, watched it. it all. Watched all of it. All right. I think we can wrap up now. Go ahead. Okay. The, the, the plugs. Popsiclespodcast.com is our website and you can go there and you can ask a question. And Popsicles Podcast, if you don't like to do that, you can email us, popsiclespodcast at gmail.com, at popsiclescast on Twitter, go to benviewnetwork.com, listen to all the Benview Network shows, um, and then listen to Radio Brendo Man. We're ramping up to our 200th episode. Nice. It's going to be in a few weeks. And... um and that's been going strong. And you can, on Twitter, I'm at Brendo Do you do, Man. like, more than one episode a week? No, we do one a week. Seems pretty, seems pretty prolific. Well, it's every week, because that's like the, because uh, compared to Popsicles, yeah, it is very <laughs> prolific. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's exciting. And also, cause I think our shows are so long that by the time people finish the one episode, we've already released two more episodes cause they're like three so, episodes long. So, when you see Star Wars, they're not gonna care if it's like, they're not gonna pre-watch the movie to make sure the kids, it's appropriate for the kids. I, I don't think when it comes to Star Wars, they're not, cause they've been watching, they've watched the originals and they're good with it. And, but it is PG-13, so I don't know how that's gonna fly, but I mean, whatever. I watched, by the time I was Audrey's age, I had watched all kinds of shit. But I feel like that's more par for the course for older. Like, I feel like at some point parents realize that, like, 
maybe they should pay attention to what their kids are watching in movies, and I don't think that happened until, like, the 90s. What if, what if they do set fire to Ewoks? Do you think? <laughs> what, do, what do you think will be the reaction? Um, I think the kids will probably freak out because Luke can handle stuff, but Audrey is very Audrey freaks out now. Like Audrey freaked out. They're watching. This is this is one of my favorite stories. Audrey gets freaked. Out. She like latches onto things, and then she gets really freaked out about him. So for in, they were watching. Phil finally showed him the Princess Bride, and the only time Audrey freaked out was when people got hit on the head and like knocked out. Like she really freaked out at that. So now she's like totally freaked out about getting knocked out, on, like getting punched in the head. <laughs> and so like I hope that they're I hope they're cool because they've watched the. Like um, four, five, and six multiple times. So I if, think uh, Phil never showed him the prequels. Oh, absolutely not. He's gonna let them come into that on their own. <laughs> <laughs> but he's does not he gonna knowingly him, does, be does like, he "Hey, kids, it? watch this." Does he take him to church? Does he take him to church? I don't. I don't know what's going on with their church going these days. Okay. But I know at times, yes. Because I feel if you're going to let them find the prequels, let them find religion, too. Well, I mean, Without like, it. it's not like he's, like, forcing religion down their throats, but they, they go to church, so he takes them to church. But he's not going to, like, I'd rather my kid go to Sunday school and maybe be influenced by that than take him to the prequels, <laughs> like, where they won't know any better. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's- if they do kill Ewoks... I hope you uh, bring back your line from your first Star Wars viewing where you're like, they're killing the Ewoks. Are the Ewoks even going to be in it? I mean, I guess they could be. But I want you to be able to scream that and then people will tell you to <laughs> shut up and it'll be... Hey, like, I wouldn't do that because I know better now because that was my teaching moment from my dad where don't talk in the fucking movie. Where, man, parents... Like, I've gone to a lot of kid movies these days and, like, because that's one of the only times I get to go to the movies was when Phil and Janelle pay for me to go with their kids. So they can go watch something else. Um, but, like, at first I'm like, okay, I can handle this. But then the thing that's the most annoying is when it's the parents that are fucking talking. And I'm like, you are a horrible person and you're giving your kid license to be a dick. And I don't like it. You're, you're the, uh, what's that guy from 60 Minutes? You're the Andy Rooney of your day. I'm sorry, but I will. Ref- I refuse to be painted a villain by not wanting people to talk in movies. Can't That's we have not being something? A I like that, but you're always you're a lovable curmudgeon. I'm not. That's not being a curmudgeon. That's being a decent fucking human being. <laughs> Benson, what's Stop your stop talking to movies? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's D R Matt Benson. Go to BenviewNetwork.com. Check out all the great shows on there. Shows like Shut Up Leonard, uh, where me and Andrew Linney talk about community, and it's about to end. It's December 31st will be our last episode of that until there is new community to talk about. So, so get on that. Is there going to be a new community to talk about? No. Nobody cares. Dan Harmon's crazy. Everybody's contract's up. It's not happening. Plus, Yahoo yeah. basically said, like, we're never doing anything like that again because we lost so much yeah. money. Yeah, for sure. There's not going to be a season seven, but I'm still holding out hope that there may someday be a film. And you can catch my my monkey shines on Twitter, at Derek Armijo. And on various places among the Benview Network. Podcast are- Galaxy of Stars. 
We are, we, me, Andrew and I will be doing a, another show after Shadow Planet is done, so keep an eye on that space too, just Ooh. in case you thought we were going away. Have you already chosen what the show is going to be? We know what it's going to be, we haven't worked out all the details yet though. Is it a show currently airing? Uh, it's, it, it won't be about a specific TV show. So is it going to be just TV in general? Uh, it'll, it'll be about a specific topic within the, the realm of television. Is it something that's going to make Derek groan audibly? <laughs> Perhaps. Like I mean, a, <laughs> you, I feel like you know Derek well enough to know his sensibility in regards to your shenanigans. Oh, I mean, I know every single time I tweet now, I, I, I can, I know if Derek's going to reply or not. Are you what just waiting for that Derek one? reply? I, <laughs> okay, to be one? fair, your, one of your tweets was about, I don't know, you, your tweets about fast food are pretty ridiculous. <laughs> like oh, who yeah, are those like, tweets for he's trying to subtweet things because millennials now they can't talk to people face to face they're just hide behind their avatars and their yeah accounts. but my bit is that when i do a subtweet i then say that this is a subtweet on who it's about all right it's a joke but i haven't i haven't jumped on any of your tweets lately you just replied yeah, you, to one of his the other day of the fast food one and you said you like it's about Johnny rockets for using barbecue ranch instead of barbecue sauce and what did i say uh well i so i did that and then i said this is a subtweet about Johnny rockets and then you said it's about a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> plus what's well, wrong with barbecue ranch <laughs> Barbecue Ranch sucks. And when so I want just ask Ranch, them for barbecue sauce. They have barbecue well, I'll tell sauce. You what, I'll tell you what pissed me off about Giant Rockets. They use some weird colorful language on their menu to disguise the fact that it was barbecue ranch. They called it like our special super barbecue sauce. And then I got it, and it was barbecue fucking ranch. So why do you have to make a big deal about it? Just say, hey, can I have some barbecue sauce instead of making a fucking thing? It was too late. At that point, I'd already had a burger with barbecue ranch on it. Oh, my God. That sounds good. I've never that does tried sound good. Ranch. Why did you did you not like it? I don't care for ranch. That's crazy. I don't think that's don't, crazy. It's just like I don't care. I feel like you're not system of doing of your due diligence into places where it does not belong. At least when I tweet you, I'm hilarious about it. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you can. That's when I, I get I really sound, defensive if I had, about. If Benson. I had a sound. If I had a soundboard, that would be the perfect Benson reply to things, to my jokes. Just, ooh. <laughs> All right, well, it's been a pleasure as always, fellas, and uh, we'll see you sooner than later. So I'm Derek Arnoho. Is that a promise? Yeah, why not? Well, I never know, because sometimes it'll be like, <laughs> let's record, and then we never hear from you. <sighs> And then other times um, you're like, let's record, and then we can't figure out a date, and then it's like nothing. So well, like, if only we could have a schedule, something. Well, if we can wish on a star, Would you we'll like get it together. To I believe that's not how that goes. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. No, it's swing on a star. I thought it was wish on a star. <laughs> I almost said, do you, would you like to wish on a star? It doesn't even make sense. I'm Derek Armijo. Brendan Creasy. Matt Benson. Saying, if you're Johnny Rockets and you see Benson coming in, just refuse service at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Lady Gaga TNZ, what the hell is wrong with me? 
Lindsay Lohan, Will I Am, Katy Perry, and Russell Brand. Paris Hilton, Charlie Sheen, what do these words even mean? Kardashians and Bieber too, Miley Cyrus, we love you. So many names, why do we know them really? Well, Derek and Brando will explain it to you, silly. So sit right back and expand your ears and let the kings of pop culture dispel your fears. Pop culture's got me numb, numb like a popsicle. Pop culture's got me numb, got me numb like a popsicle. Pop is the blood that is flowing through my ventricle. Pop culture's got me numb, got me numb like a popsicle. Well, what's a popsicle? We all popsicles. 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 Pop sickles. Pop This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. No, I just want to see some fucking dinosaurs do cool shit. <laughs> yes. I'm Jordan, and this is Nerd's Eye View. Who do I have with me? I'm Andrew. I'm Tom. And what do we do here, Andrew? Well, we talk about movies. Every week we always talk about something that's new in theaters, as well as tell you what's going on with the box office top ten and what's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. And then we do a crazy thing called Guess the Ending, which Andrew has a wonderful catchphrase for, but it mainly involves us coming up with crazy stories for all the new movies that are coming out. So if any of that sounds good to you, find us online, nevpodcast.com, or on Twitter, at nevpodcast, or bendviewnetwork.com. What was I supposed to say? Hi, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we are the hosts of Radio Brendo Man on the Benview Network. We talk about all kinds of stuff on our podcast. Like what? Like toys and movies and video games and books and other stuff. Poo. Talk about poo? Definitely talk about poo. And you, if you, if that sounds cool to you and we talk about it every week, go to RadioBrendo.com or go to our page on BenviewNetwork.com and yeah, thanks a lot.